This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Middle call! Hey, be, hey! Some people like the echo, John. Middle call! Hey, be, I don't mind hey. it. Oh, Middle wrong call! Oh. Hey, be, hey! I, I, go, I like the echoless one. I like the tune back, though. You know, it just crossed my mind. <laughs> Because you and I were bullshitting about uh, John Gruden, actually. We're just kind of wondering what he was doing. Is that, do you think, like, obviously the offseason, it's just a nice, smooth, if you're a new coach, you just, you know, it's probably a little intense, given that if you weren't a coach before, but it's nothing like the season. Do you think there's some, like, cold sweats from Brian Greasy to, like, am I really going to do this? Like, 90-hour work weeks? 90-hour work weeks. Like, I, I can't just, you know, I'm not really feeling it on Wednesday. I'll show up to the office at 9.30. You think, uh, like, Brian Greasy during OTAs was like, all right, boys, back to the grind. And they were like, yeah, Brian, this is not the grind. <laughs> you haven't seen the grind yet. I just wonder if, like, you know, you check that Wells Fargo. You're like, you know, I made some good money. I'm rich. Am I doing this to, why, why am I doing this? And John Lynch looks at you for the love. You turned down Bezos 15 million. I did. Like John, I would have gone. You know, I came back for the scheming, not so much the uh, running the QB drills for Nate Sudfeld and Brock Purdy. I didn't realize I was going to be the ex receiver in all these drills too. Yeah, some guy, I, I, like Tiger said today, they asked him about live. He's like, you know, when you get paid all that money, what's the incentive of just grinding in the dirt? Like Tiger, you're you're not like uh, playing for Bear Bryant. I mean, you live in Jupiter for the last 25. Like, but in his mind, and this is how crazy he is. Like, he believes just like 
pounding balls in the sweetest club where he practices like the dirt, you know, and he's dead serious. He was, I mean, he was serious, right? Dead serious. <laughs> he said the dirt. <laughs> like he's like in prison, you know, lifting in the yard. Yeah. Or, or let alone playing <laughs> local munis. Yeah, the dirt. T- Tiger, don't you go to like the Bears Club or what? All those clubs that I hear about that sound really cool. Tr- yeah, you're richer than all these guys. Yeah, so I uh, the dirt. I'm gonna start- live plane. Like Tiger could just fly the live plane if he wanted to. You know, it's it's a different. It's hard because even if you agree with some of what he said, it's tough coming from him because he's so rich, right? Yeah, I think his main point is just like you're playing for nothing. Yeah, which I, you know, I watched a lot of you uh, a lot of uh, open coverage on Monday night. I watched a ton of it Monday night, like live from the open, and they'd keep going over to Sandy, and then they'd go to some uh, some golfer clips, and then they'd cut over to Brandel Chambly, who I know they fire like, over to Rex Hoggard. I was watching; he, he was over Todd, to Todd Lewis is like peppering him about the Who's DOJ, the guy with, like the 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 reporter, the skinnier guy with like the Spanish name. He's fantastic. Um, I was going to say Omar Sands, but it's some I, I know who no. you're talking about. But anyway, and then they go to Brandel, who, like I told you before, I think if you watch like NBA TV, MLB Network, NFL Live, and then you watch Brandel Chambly, Brandel Chambly is more prepared than 99% of analysts on television for all sports combined. Now, it turns out maybe the players don't love him, but he is so prepared Whereas most guys can barely get like they don't have enough takes to get through a show. Chambly's got research, historical data relative to like Olympic sprinters. He's doing total. Bobby Jones came here in 1919 and 274, which broke the record by 16 strokes. And then in 1979 and then in 19 when Tiger came here by 15 strokes and on and on and on and on and on. And uh, it was just incredible. It was incredible content. Yeah, let's go to uh, John Crook in the MLB studio. You just got to take the pitch. Yeah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> let's go to Ike Hilliard. Uh, what would you think of that? It's like, yeah, this guy sucks. I don't know. Just not good enough. Did you see the video of uh, the NBA G League broadcast with Brennan Hayward where the guy comes by and does it does like middle finger in the camera while they're on camera? The player? No, no, no. So it looked like a former – I don't know who it was. It was a guy wearing a badge. I saw somebody was like, was that Kevin O'Neill? But – it's like the play-by-play guy and Brennan Haywood are on camera. The camera's on them. They're breaking it down. Dude walks behind them, their broadcast position, just goes like middle finger face scratch like that. Brennan Haywood's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Thought he was just trying to say hi and then like gets back to the whatever the point he was making. Summer League or G League? Summer League. Did I say G League? It was just yeah. like yesterday. It was Monday. Gotcha, gotcha. Just a fan fucking with him. Just a guy fucking with him. He's like, hey, what's up, man? Like, uh... And then you go, and then you cut to, uh, it's not, it's, what's it, uh, not Royal Carnoustie. That's my favorite name, but it's not Royal Carnoustie. What's St. George? What is this one? I think it's just the old course. The old course. Yeah. It's just incredible. Any hole where you aim at the hotel and play a cut off the hotel or whatever the play is, that's just incredible. Yeah. It's, uh, it, I guess it's closed on Sundays. You just bring your dogs. It's a park. Is that right? Yeah. It's kind of, it isn't the Presidio kind of like that or people wanted the Presidio to become a park. Uh, there are parts of it that are a park. When the pandemic hit, they, you could walk it. The the uh, I played Lincoln Park the other day. That's a park. Like people just walk around. Not on the well. I mean, yeah, I was Harding, like, Harding Park. People walk around. Yeah, Kinda. I think that one you're not allowed to like cruise through the course. I remember seeing a guy get kicked off. Remember we were playing and they were yeah. running the guy off. Or was yeah, that yeah, with yeah. Kawakami? No, that, that was, was yeah, that was us. Yeah, yeah. 
kind of looked like a guy was on some drugs or something. It was, yeah, it was quite, it was questionable. Like he was looking for us. It was that was when we played a month before the PGA Championship, and that guy had like a backpack. It looked like he was. Oh yeah, yeah, plotting. yeah, yeah. Like, it was it was weird. Like he was up yeah. to something. Yeah, they were all over his ass. John, this show is brought to you in part by the wonderful, wonderful people at buckmason.com slash ham and the number one, buckmason.com, ham the number one. Go to t-shirts, go to jeans, sweaters, sweatshirts. I'm a huge fan. You get 15% off when you spend at least $100 right now when you go to the landing page, buckmason.com slash ham and the number one. Yeah, t-shirts, v-necks. Shorts. I, I own multiple pair of shorts that I wear basically on a rotation to bed every night. They're, they're my at night lounge, relax, sleep in shorts. Love them. Love them to death. Uh, love the V necks. Lo- love just the regular t shirts. Can't recommend them enough. Uh, get them. I mean, I, I just, I, if you don't have some, go to right now to Buck Mason. Once you try Buck Mason, they'll become your go to. I know they've become our go to's. Haberman owned some before and then we've quadrupled down since. So go to buckmason.com slash ham one. That's ham one. Uh, we There's a little, uh, there's a, you know, uh, data breach. So uh, you get 15% off when you spend at least $100. It's pretty easy to do. Buckmason.com slash ham one. Get 15% off. Spend at least 100 bones. Uh, the Pima cotton, I love. I'm big crew neck, Pima, straight bottom. Maybe you love the curved ham. The slub is also great. But uh, my recommendation, I think the reviews are in. Just size up. If you wear a medium, wear a large, it won't be too baggy. Unless you like a really, if you like the snug kind of fit, you got, uh, you know, you got good pecs. Go with that. If you like a little more relaxed, but it's not going to be sloppy, just size up. You'll love it. Big fan of the Pima. Big fan of the Slub. B-U-C-K-M-A-S-O-N dot com slash ham one. Speaking of $100. Yeah. I, I couldn't sleep for whatever reason. I woke up at like 4.15 and I was like, it was weird. I, I was wide awake. Sometimes I do and it's like I can contemplate, but I can go back to bed. This time I couldn't. So I turned on television and actually Tiger was talking. So I just left the TV on. I kind of just ended up getting some coffee at like 5.15. I did a couple things and by like 6.45, I'm like, you know, I'll just fire to the grocery store. I just needed, you know, I needed a couple things. Some water, some Gatorade. I was going to get a little meat and grab like paper towels. You know, I, what in my mind, it was like $50 type, you know, a couple things. Not You didn't need a big cart in out in less than five minutes. I look up, it's $120. And, you know, you're a Safeway. You never, you just, whatever, you just pay. This, I started questioning it. No, she's like, no, everything's here. I got to the car. I, I added it up on the receipt. It was that, it's crazy. I mean, it was nuts. Just how, I, I swear to God, this, what I ordered historically feels like a $60 order. It was $115. Well, I will say, I think Safeway's always been expensive. I don't, I do, I get most of my stuff at Trader Joe's. I got a bottle of water at Trader Joe's the other day for 17 cents. That's what their bottles of water cost. 17 cents. Now you can't get Gatorade, but you get like, do you get paper towels and stuff like that? I wouldn't get your paper towels there because I think they're kind of, they're like, you know, organic. See, to me, Safeway just gives me so many options of everything I kind of need. I, I need know, a little olive do, oil. I would just do target orders for your all your 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 sundries. I don't know if it's sundries, but I love that word. Um, but my point is, but that would still be. But the price is the price on those, right? The the water at Safeway is cheap. I would. I think your paper towels are more expensive at Safeway than they would be with like a just a big target order dot com. Yeah, to me, it was like the meat was up. The eggs. yeah, meat is up. Meat's up. Yeah, I mean, it's just inflation. Hashtag meat's up. Uh, Austin on the stream says ball sack sports tricking sports center is so funny. 
What's great about ball sack sports is it's not, you made this point. Sorry. I don't mean, but like the, the name, like, let's not lie about the first part that makes this hilarious is the name. Yeah. You have to say that name in order to say the name. Yeah, to me, if it was just like sports line news, or, you know, at sports line, I'm just making up something that just tweets out fake shit. It'd be like understandable. You know, they, they need some content. It's middle of July. There ain't shit going on. You're grasping for straws. All of a sudden, you get a star NBA player taking shots at Michael Jordan. It's a BP fastball. Frontline, you know, news. Whatever. I, I It wouldn't even be that funny. It's ball sack sports. This is, guy, do you remember ball sack sports? Some, they do a lot of NBA stuff because they got a James Harden, I think, with Skip and Shannon, and they got him bad. Ball sack sports just makes up stuff. But, like, you text me last night. Why ball sack sports works? Because the NBA shit, it's believable. They hit the timing so perfect, right? Because I'd seen a photo. Here's a uh, there's a clip of Jaw. There's a clip of Jaw. I'm not clicking it. I don't care. There's a clip. I see the thing. I go, yeah, that sounds like something that somebody would say, you know. So I act. What's funny about this one is like the standard of of uh, of proof is higher at ESPN. In theory, like your producers should be vetting it. You should have the clip. You should watch the clip. Like, oh, let me see him say it. Those days are long gone, guy. Those days are gone. We're just doing. We got we got thirty minutes to prepare for, prepare for thirty minutes. We're not going deep on anything, right? Like that's kind of the mindset. But uh, yeah, it, it it was a believable quote, but it wasn't a real quote. <laughs> that's the hook, John. It wasn't a real quote. To me, to have to apologize that we need to be better because of ball sack sports is kind of symbolizes uh, the, the the network's shows going right. Going right now. That's hilarious. That 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 made my day. Ball sack sports. Can you imagine <laughs> the feeling of being fooled after finding out after you do a whole thing on Sports Center about it and or whatever show? And uh I think if you're like uh if you're the guys that did it, like who who this is uh uh Jacoby yeah. and I think uh, Kendrick Perkins, they were involved in the debating. See, I don't I don't blame Kendrick Perkins, right? It's not he just reacts. Even Jacoby, like they're Purdue. It starts with a producer. That's what I'm saying. Is like if you were that guy, you would love to say, "Hey, not my job. I didn't come up with the topic. The producer, it's their." But you still did the debate, right? Yeah. You still, I you, I would still feel. I think it was a long debate. I would imagine too. I would think it was. (laughs) I would think it was. So shout out to Ball Sack Sports. Yeah, keep on rocking. It's incredible. Uh, It's good. You know, it's just kind of keeping everybody on their toes, making sure everybody understands. I don't know. Did you shouldn't be this easy, guy? It's not this easy just to like Sometimes. some quote about Jaw taking a shit on Michael Jordan, how him and Steph Curry would have dominated the 80s and 90s, right? Well, sometimes you need somebody to, you know, remind everybody they got to lock back in, be a little more focused. Uh, what were we? Oh, the uh, do you did you follow the swim swam story last week? No. So this guy who writes for swimswam.com, which is a uh, uh, swimming publication, yeah, um, tweeted. I don't remember the exact tweet, but it was basically, you know, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina are on the verge of head of the SEC. It was something I, like that. It wasn't exactly. I didn't see it was Swim Slam, but I did see the fake tweet about that. Okay. I think but Virginia might have been involved. Yeah, maybe you have Virginia. That tweet was real. It wasn't some guy pretending. It was just Swim Slam. That guy tweeted it. And uh, I was talking to our buddy Greg Mraz the other day. 
uh, on the golf course, researcher for the Pac-12, who took us out to Olympic not too long ago. And great guy. And he's like, uh, he said to me, do you like this? Is that fucked up? Like from that by that person? And I swam It's swim swam. And I said, no, it's not fucked up by swim swam. The Internet has been around for a long time. We've all been on the Internet now for a long time. It's on you. Like there was some personal responsibility here to filter the Internet. Not in the immediate, like, seven seconds, send it to your buddy. Oh, never mind, it's fake. But, like, I am not getting mad at anybody. In an ideal world, everybody would just kind of, you know, it's not it's not true. I'm not going to spread bad information. But people are out here just fucking around. And you have to understand that people are out here just screwing around. And you have to have a little bit of – it's it's a little bit on you to filter through the information. How many followers did Swim Swim – was it a big account? Like 5,000. No. Oh, gotcha. No. So, so if I tweeted out right now, we were actually talking about this. I, I went viral on TikTok. I'm really proud. I'm trying to transition more to TikTok than Twitter. But because I don't think I can go viral on Twitter without doing something that pisses off Twitter, which I could do pretty easily. I, I could put up a tweet that would have <laughs> you, you, it would blow your mind. <laughs> we all could. But if I wanted to do a sports one to blow up, I don't have anything good. But if I lie, what if I just tweeted right now while we were on breaking? Jimmy Garoppolo has been traded the Seattle Seahawks. The Niners, it would go so big that within 10 minutes, they would say something. Within 10 minutes, though, wouldn't I get a lot of retweets? So, yeah, you so was that on me, Middlecoff? That, that one's on you because you're established John Middlecoff. We, John Middlecoff doesn't, that's not his thing. Yeah. But if I then, if I, if it was like somebody named John Middlecoff with 5,000 followers and I click in his website, swimswam.com, I'd go, maybe I should take a beat here. Yeah. Just maybe I should take a moment. The other tough part, I, you know, we're trying to get. Oh, we, we, I think we'll get him here come the fall. Here, John Lynch. I think it. I wonder how how many retweets do you think I get before they shot that down. Five hundred. Would they shoot it? Would it go pretty quick? And they would shoot I, it down. Uh, you know, it depends. Is Mayoko on the road, or can he pull over and, t- and tweet? Yeah, they get mad at me. Like the Niners aren't putting out a Niner statement, right? So they you don't think so. Uh, not in the first five minutes. No, I think it'd be. Mayoko or Barrows, Biederman, one of those guys would tweet, you know, contrary to reports. They wouldn't would have been a trolling. I'm like, I thought we were friends at yeah. you guys. We all follow yeah. each other. It's just business. It's just business, man. Um, maybe they'd maybe they'd retweet you and be like, uh, according to sources, this is not what I'm hearing. In in one defense of the sports center producer or whoever would be like everybody aggregates, right? Ballsack wasn't pretending. Swim Sam was breaking news. Ballsack Sports was not pretending to break news. They were just aggregating. And yeah, what do you, yeah. like I've got I've got a picture here, right? Here's this thing. I just we're gonna we were gonna talk about this. Trey Lance. I've got stats. Okay, here's stats. Rob Guerrera. He tweeted. Here's what Mayoko said on KMBR with some text. Like, well, if he's lying, then I'm fooled by what he's saying in this quote, right? Well, if I was unless a, I go check the where's the audio, let me check the audio. Matt, did you say this? Yeah, if I if I was uh, JDM Sports and no one had ever heard of me and I had seven hundred followers, I could easily tweet out, and this is would be way easier to not and, and could fool a bunch of people. Mayoko said on KNBR, the 49ers are really down on Jimmy. Him and Kyle had a big blow up at the end of the season. You know, you can do that because you'd be like, well, Mayoko goes on the radio. You know, it's just. It's easier to do that and fool a lot of people. Yeah. Right. And, and the difference is when you do a media member, they're so they fucking live on social media. 
they would shoot it down. John Morant might not, not have been I, Taylor Rooks. Hell, she might have been paying attention, but I, I don't know. That, that's a little weird that someone didn't quote that and be like, I didn't say that or he didn't say that. Because the quote, the Ballsack Sports quote was actually like, basically how Michael, it, it wasn't even that he could beat Michael one-on-one, because I did watch some of the interview. He said that in jest a little bit. He was laughing. He also said he could beat Messi at soccer. The quote was more that like Michael would have no shot in this league, just one superstar with no with no help. He's like all the players now would whoop his ass, and he's and he listed like ten players, like Steph, Giannis, LeBron, Embiid. You know, he just he's like we'd work all those old folks type. I mean, it was a good like if he had said it, it's a go to like the producer's like yeah, let's let's go in on this one because the Michael one you can't play the audio. You can't play it and do a serious segment. Now you can play, you can use the quote. And this is why, as you and I have said, why would any human being, especially an athlete, uh, public CEO, whatever you're in business, ever do a print deal? Be like video only. Yeah. The problem is then people take the, yeah. And you're not allowed to transcript anything. Transcribe. Yeah. Which I did. We got, we have a transcription here from something that uh, was said, but uh, John, we have uh, breaking news. Nikhil Harry just got traded. To the uh, Cleveland, uh, to the sorry, Chicago Bears. Nikhil Harry just got traded to the Chicago Bears. For a quick second, I'm like, the Niners really just traded for him? Okay. According to uh, Mike Garofalo and Rap Sheet. You know what that Former is? Former first round pick gets a shot at a fresh start. Do you know what that is written all over it? And I don't blame him. I would do the same thing. If you finally become a GM and you had all these players over the years that you liked, yeah. and now you have like, this team hates them and I can get a guy that I liked. You do it. That that'd be one of the more fun parts about being the GM, because if then it does work, see, I always like this guy, right? That that to me is the go-to move for every new GM is like move here, move there. But that's that's not just a random trade, and it's not just because the Bears' receiver suck. It's because Ryan Poles once had a really good grade on Nikhil Harry, right? I, I want you know what I wonder too is the Chiefs liked him. I remember it, that's what I was going to say. Did Andy Reid? Did Brett Veach, did these guys who have a good track record of identifying offensive talent, did they like him? It might have been that Ryan Poles was okay on him, but Andy Reid loved him. He's like, I'm going to get this guy Andy Reid loved and see if it can work. But here's so the thing Harry with Nikhil Harry. Wish. And I, I don't think the, the Chiefs would have been alone. I, I think he was well-respected coming out. Maybe not pick 25 or where. I mean, he went, I guess, last pick of the first round, 29 or something. He went 32. So I, I think a lot of people had him as a top 50 player. They did. Right? They did. He just he was really bad in New England. I rem- I talked to one Arizona State coach last year about it because I said I was talking to him about um, Brandon Ayuk. And I said, what about what did you think when Nikhil Harry got drafted? And that coach's response was, I knew it was a bad match, him in New England. That was not going to be a good fit. Was a Florida State head coach their OC ever? Was he the gone? Florida State head coach was on their staff, yeah. Norvell. Mike Norvell. Herm inherited him. Uh, I don't know if he ever made it to Herm. Did he get one year of Herm? I can't quite remember the timeline. He was, I almost said Todd Lewis, but uh, he ended Todd, up in Memphis too. Todd Graham. Was that it? Yeah, he was with, he was gone by 15. So he was a Todd Graham guy. I met Norvell when I was scouting. Was he there? Do you have his wiki up? Was he there yeah. in 12? 12 was his first year there. Yeah. Seem, seemed like an impressive guy. Yeah. You ever meet oh, him? I've never met him, but I've heard good things. People liked him. 
did Harry and Ayuk? Yes, Harry and Ayuk had an overlap. Nikhil Harry overshadowed Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk's first year there when he came in from junior college. Um, and he had a really good career, but you know, I would say well, one one problem for both of them. I mean, that the quarterbacks they play. I guess Brandon Ayuk got the one year with the LSU's guy, right? Nikhil played with Manny Diaz. Not Manny, Manny Lawson, Manny. What's no Manny? Uh, Manny Ramirez, Manny, number eleven. Manny, good kid, bad player. Manny, 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 Manny. Diaz, Ramirez. No, no, keep going. Uh, that's the only Manny's I know. He just Wilkins. Know, he he ended Wilkins. up on the Packers for a minute. Yeah, I mean. You need some Rogers not showing up. You need some yeah, yeah. <laughs> understood. So Wilkins. Hey, I knew we had a Sun Devil on the there you go, Nick. Thank you. On the stream. Uh do you gentlemen uh that guy three three seven asked, do you gentlemen have a consensus lock for best work rookie wide receiver? So we got Garrett Wilson, you got Olave. You got uh, the dude with asthma for the Titans. You see that? <laughs> he got asthma. Yeah, the guy we wanted the uh, uh, <laughs> yes, the Niners to draft. <laughs> Not ideal. He was getting he was getting heat stroke. Couldn't make it to practice. He's like, well, he comes from the north. No, actually, he's from the south. Uh, I'm trying to who else? Uh, the uh, the Ravens. They take make, a guy. Yeah, Jahan Dotson from Penn State. Chiefs got uh, Sky Moore. Oh, Drake London. Drake Colorado London was the first guy taken. NFL draft uh, prep. I'd probably go with the uh, throwing bombs, taking down moms, Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson. Traylon Burks is your uh, is your asthma guy. Um, I feel like it's about to take a turn for the worse in um, in New York. But Alave, Jameis, that could not go well. No, in there's theory, a lot of guys in well. bad spots. God, there's a lot of guys and receivers in bad spots. I feel like in years past there've been a lot of receivers that were obviously in good spots. You know, I mean, is when the dust settles, does Sky Moore get sixty-eight catches and six touchdowns? Maybe. I mean, we've thought in years past that some of these second-round guys that ended up on better teams, like the Cardinals, the nine, uh, uh, the Rams, and the uh, the Seahawks. I've, I guess one of those guys is good. I, I would say the difference, though, is like the Chiefs have an opening, right? I mean, some of the second-round guys, yeah. DK hit the ground running, AJ Brown toward the end hit the ground running, even Debo the the end of the season. Like they, the Chiefs need. I, I read a headline the other day that was like, now they, they battled some injuries because I think Sky Moore like pulled a hammy and didn't practice that much. They're like MVS, <laughs> you know, Valdez Scantling, by far the Chiefs' best wide receiver at OTAs. So it's just he's going to have his moments. Well, it you know it's a good bet because really when you think about it, I'm just looking. Okay, Christian Watkins went to the Packers. A lot of these guys went to bad spots. Uh, Giants took a receiver at 43. Texans took John Mech- Mechie at 44. He's got a torn Patriots ACL. took a receiver at 50. Good luck to Tyquan Thornton from Which Baylor. Was he, was, uh, okay. Well, not a terrible, you know, their receivers. Mac, McCorkle, no ice cream. Drake London will get a million targets. Well, no, he's got, he's got one of the best tight ends in the league on his team. I think Kyle Pitts is quarterback. Against- Matt Ryan's gone. Uh, Marcus. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, Matt Ryan, it's it's over. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. I think the Falcons are going to stink. 
Uh, John, Trey Lance, Armgate, the latest, as transcribed, I mentioned it, by uh, Rob Stats Carrera here. Matt Mayoko on KNBR. Balsack Sports. Uh, allegedly saying, is it a thing? It's a thing, but I don't see it being anything that we'll ever talk about after the first couple of days of camp. Uh, to my knowledge, he's never missed time because of the arm, but I do know that it's something. I guess when you have a guy that you're invested so much in, you're going to monitor that stuff anyway. But I do know they're going to keep a very close eye on his arm, how it feels, the pitch count, how many throws a day is okay, but they do that with every quarterback. Okay. Well, you were right yesterday, and again, it's just it's hard to keep up with every little minutia in pro sports now just because so much happened between when it did come up last year in camp to where we're at now. But it wasn't something out of nowhere given that it was a topic, whatever, a uh, year ago, right? But th- didn't I, he also – didn't he hurt his finger in training? Or, no, he hurt his finger during the seat. Season. I, I see. I can't even keep track. Last year, this is why you want to keep Garoppolo around, John. Last year's season felt like multiple yeah. seasons in one, didn't it? Would you agree with that? Yeah. Part Start of it, the, the multiple draft. quarterbacks, the ups, the, the downs, the, the three and five. Uh, yeah, draft stuff. I, I would say from April to week eighteen, even before the playoffs started, was a crazy Niner stretch. The ups, the downs, holding on for dear life, having to win, getting rolled, and then just getting to the playoffs. Everyone's just happy. And you start looking, you're like, can they kind of beat the Cowboys? And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, they're in the NFC Championship game. It was, I'd say, there was a lot going on against the Raiders in the preseason. preseason. Yeah. So the finger thing, like he just, yeah, he's got, I think everything is, everyone is so quick to freak out when someone says, Silver didn't say he sucked. Silver didn't say he couldn't play. He just said the arm was something to keep an eye on. And that was clearly something that happened last year. Because remember, in OTAs, he shot out like a rocket. And then in training camp, it kind of got put on the brakes relatively quickly. And it was clear, like, eh, he's in trouble. Right? In terms of, like, Jimmy's going to be the star. Oh, being, yeah, challenging for the job, yeah. Because it was, whether it was rigged or whether it was just Jimmy was going to have to go down. But it's a real story. And it's just something like we said yesterday, recording this on Tuesday. Like I, I don't care about any. I'm just going to judge him. Like to me, it is a story of like you know he's missing days in camp. Or they can't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, or it's like he says, like I had to take the day off because my arm is sore. But if it nothing happens, then you just young player learning to battle through it. You know, mechanics can be a part of that too, right? Was that a big thing in baseball? Yeah arm slot and stuff for like tearing arms stress, and fatigue just, stress on your elbow, stress on your shoulder. That's why your lower half, you know, that's why your legs matter a lot in any, in any sport, right? Your legs has Bum, matter. Has Bumgarner ever, he's never had arm issues. No, I don't think that he has. Now he pushes all. I mean, you know, it's, it's when you move, you lift with your legs, right? That whole thing. You lift, you lift weights with your legs. He's a big motherfucker. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe that's part of where, I would think sidearm, I would think also does yeah. tax your arm. But that's why you gotta go underarm. Softball. They don't get they don't get Tommy John. They have you forearm see, pain. They have forearm. You, you see that video that went viral of Cam throwing it underarm fifty yards? Oh, like you, you know like the, a couple months ago? Like the that softball one? thing where he does the little yeah, yeah, yeah. load up and he, whoo. 
Can he throw it farther underarm now? That. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I do think, though, it's fair. Like, I'm not thinking about it, but if it comes up, it's a real thing. Like, it's it's not nothing. Well, it's, that's, it's, I think that's that's the exact right spot to be. It's it's a real thing that happened. It's not made up, but it's also not going to, should not derail anything. But it's something to like. I think Mayoko, it's something to keep an eye on. What if Trey Lance gets a Jay? We're just giving him a day, or we're, he's getting less reps today. Is it really that, or is there a problem with his arm? But we'll, you cross that bridge when you get there. Yeah, and and to me, as we sit here on July twelfth, when we're talking about injuries or things like that, or just quote-unquote storylines, non-Jimmy, because as long as he's still around, like the trade, like that's a pretty big deal. I, I would say Trey Lance's arm fatigue is not anything until it's something. Like, when are they going to sign Debo Samuel? Like, is he showing up to training camp? Is Javon Kinlaw going to be able to practice day one? McGlinchey back? <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. Javon, you're good, man. I, I, I mean, I believe the, I wasn't, that wasn't a great cone comment. You saw the video of him the other day? Kinlaw or Grant? Kinlaw, like in the ring, just just going at it with with a trainer. Yeah, so I mean, Kinlaw's he's either going to sack the quarterback or sack Grant. Like w- one of them's going down. So like there there are, there are other question marks on the squad. I think first and foremost, like we're, I mean, we are coming down the home stretch here. Whenever they report the twenty six, if Debo doesn't have a contract, like what's going on here? Because all of a sudden, once they report, we're a couple days away from being like, well, is he on the field? I mean, yeah, to me, it's like he sh- if, he sh- if he's on the field, then the next week, it's like, okay, he's doing what they've asked. Now, part of it may McClor- McLaurin got paid since part of this thing. Might be, any of this Jimmy, Jimmy related. Wait, once Jimmy, get- are they telling him once Jimmy gets traded, then we can pay you? Because if that's part of the timeline, then that could slow it down for him because Jimmy's not. You know, who knows, depending on where Garoppolo is. But my argument would be, if they said that, like, well, how does this have any impact? I understand. No, I know. But I just do, I wonder. It does that. change our salary cap once we know exactly where Jimmy is, I guess. How to, like, we could front load you a little more money or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Deal with uh, It's your problem. Right. And they're like, well, actually, it's your problem. <laughs> Because I'm leaving in a bland Range Rover one way or another today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Debo, you've been better off being a shooting guard for the Wizards and get $50 million and no trade clauses and your team sucks. Um, I saw Debo actually Instagram, like he's got a kids camp the July 22nd. I started doing the math. I'm like, I don't know how long kids camp is. but I usually know more than two days, I think, right? I mean, what are you really going to do? You know, run a couple circles around some cones? (laughs) Because you're not doing tackling drills like 12-year-olds, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. You just do the thing where, like, kid runs, someone throws him the ball, they catch it, f- run to the end zone, they run to the end yeah. zone. <laughs> yeah, lunchtime! I don't think you're going through the drill going like, nope, nope, outside foot in, move, you, switch your feet. Yeah. Water break, guys! <laughs> Hydrate! That's a wasted step, no false steps here. we got to get off the line quick, create a little separation. Off to the pool. South Carolina gave us their swimming pool for the rest of the day. All right, kids. Yak drill now. It's one on 15. How many yards can you pick up? There's always uh, one kid like the next Debo that like makes them all miss. Did you see the video the other day of um, the 14 uh, year old D tackle? No. Oh, well, there was the photo of that guy. I'm talking about the like peewee football Darren Sproul tape. No. Uh, of actual Darren Sproles. Yep, it starts with like, hi, I'm Darren Sproles, number 42. And then it's just like, and the guy holding the camera is like, well, there goes Darren again. 
Did anyone ever touch him? Yeah, and he just breaks tackles, spins guys off. It's just oh, they were padded you, up and like peewees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you think he's going down, he's not. It's just incredible. Just a dominant Hall of Fame level peewee player. It's like all right, the guy's like all right, there he goes, number forty-two, Darren Sproles. <laughs> you know, just that guy multiple times in the video made the video. Well, the video you that kind of went viral of the D tackle that's fourteen that looks like or I mean, he looks like Aaron Donald right now. I saw the clips of him at camp. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, just offensive lineman barreling over, throwing guys around, just an unstoppable four. Does look be be semi shocked if he doesn't already have the Georgia Alabama offers. You could argue peaked a little early, fourteen. You know, can he stop the run? I mean, we just can we only pass rush? That'd be my question. We stout. We just we just we just trying to sacks get us paid, but we got to be a two way player. There's nothing like the camps where it's like two 15 year olds. And it's just one guy's a little outmatched and he just gets run over and everyone's high five. And it honestly feels a little uncomfortable NFL, even college football. These are D one athletes. These are all NFL players. Are we sure this kid is not, not even, is he starting on his high school team? Are we sure? Like, is this, is this fair to this, this left guard who just might be a bigger kid? Would he make it into uh yeah, like crowd. What he, what he what was the, what was college Illustrated college. page was it in the crowd? Was it called the, the D tackle would for sure? Is that what it was called? In Fa- the crowd? Faces, in, faces, faces in the crowd. I think. Yeah, yeah, faces in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, so I was listening. I know you. It turned out you listened too. We both listened today to uh, Ryan Rosillo's podcast, and um, available where you get your podcast. And he had Albert Breer on, and uh, Albert Breer said this to him about the 49ers. I think it's gone a little underreported that the Niners have been 100% willing to let other teams come in and talk with Jimmy's camp about renegotiating his number. A lot of it will come down to threading the needle for Jimmy. I want to start. I want to get what I'm worth, but I understand there isn't a team out there with the cash and cap flexibility to give me what's on my contract now. So the, again, I think it's underreported. The Niners have been 100% willing to let other teams talk with Jimmy and Jimmy's camp. Really is what he said about renegotiating his number. I wonder if it's underreported because there's been no headway bait. <laughs> there's like, yeah, I mean, we need some videos of him throwing before we speak numerically, yeah. right? <laughs> before we put a value on this, what we're looking for here. So how far do you even go? It's, I mean, we were told, told the fourth. It's now July 12th. There has not been just a video of Jimmy throwing to some people. Now, you could counter me and go of all the people, Jimmy would be the least likely. It feels like just him as the guy to like throw that out publicly. But you know, I would say in this day and age, it's a pretty easy BP fastball. If you're going to throw, just get a couple throws. Right. Do you think that's fair? I think it's fair. I mean, I think you could argue this is not a situation where public sentiment or momentum, like there's not, doesn't really matter. Couldn't you just forward that to Belichick or whoever? Yeah, Casario, the Texans, you know, uh, the Browns. Remember when Jordan Matthews wanted a job with Kyle? He didn't post it on Twitter. He just he just texted it to Kyle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's like, wouldn't Don Yee? It doesn't feel like Don Yee is out there. That's just not really the Don Yee stop playbook because it's not the Tom playbook. Right. Well, right. kind of recently, social media, but Tom wouldn't play it that way if he was in Jimmy's situation. It's right? never been school. Jimmy's playbook. We never really, the only pictures we ever see of Jimmy in the offseason are pictures somebody else took, right? I would say of all the really, really famous people, non baseball, I wouldn't count them, but basketball and football, 
Jimmy has to be one of the least active, it feels like, on social media or worrying about any of that shit. And people actively say he does not care. Yeah. Which I'm envious. He's rich. He's only so good. like Travis Matthews had. But the, he, I mean, you talk about a guy that could just dominate on thirst traps on Instagram. Yep, honestly, the only, he, doesn't, he doesn't even need them. You, you don't need to post to get in the DMs. No, the, the only true. other time he appears is that annual radio uh, tour he does with his dad. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, Jimmy like, just talked with Ballsack Sports. For the Iron Workers Union or whatever it is they tour on. But he, does, but he doesn't talk to many people. Right? No, no. But it'll be like, Jimmy was just on CNN Mad Money with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Mad Money. It's like Jimmy in a Travis Matthews polo, you know, and like a with a green screen that's just white behind him. <laughs> it's on headline news. So, I mean, I also think the Browns situation with Deshaun affects his market quite a bit. But I will say, like, my first thought when I heard Albert Breer say that was when uh, it's one thing to show up to camp when there's some potential that you will eventually be on that team as the backup quarterback. You've been saying for a long time you don't think he shows up. To me, once you're talking to other teams, that's another sign that you are probably not ever putting on that team's uniform again. When you're what agent, you when you're yeah. basically a free agent without being a free agent, right? Yeah. I you, and you and Breer hit on this, and you and I have been talking about it. There's just a lot of variables with Jimmy. There's his injury. There's his price tag is way higher. There is just it's just a completely different situation. Like. The, the Browns and Baker Mayfield hated each other. That was like really ugly the last couple of months. Like that's not the case. Like if Jimmy's like, "Hey Kyle, John, you guys going to be around? I, could I come use the weight room and work out?" They'd be like, "Yeah, come." Like they're close still, close relative to like as you can be given the situation. I, their respect level it feels like is still relatively high, right? And I do think the the other difference is now his options would be limited because ultimately he'd have to take less money to facilitate a trade. So Jimmy has leverage in this, but even if he didn't, I don't think the Niners would have screwed him. I, I think I think that's where Kyle might be pretty ruthless. He's got a little Belichick in him. I, I think. What does John, that even mean? In theory, like you just trade him to the shittiest team for like a second round pick in in the perfect world, like six months ago. You know, it never even existed. Yeah. I think well, John that team would, would have to be willing to pay him. I think John would have tried to operate like a Bob Myers and like done really right by the player, you know. I just think Kyle, and 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 it might be unfair. Like whatever Belichick, even though the irony is Belichick actually gave him the Niners, he thought he was doing him a solid. Remember, the Cleveland Browns were pissed. He's like, I'm not trading to you. Yeah, that was Jimmy. That was Bill Steve. I know that's the story. I I always totally I'm believe all, it. I, I'm always Do you believe the text messages after every win. Great win. Great job, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, I thought that came out they, by a pretty credible person, remember? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not questioning the credibility of the person so much as I question whether or not Belichick does anything when it comes to an NFL transaction. Just I'm going to send him to another team just to do everybody involved a solid. Maybe, maybe he did. I want well, Jimmy Brown, to succeed. I, sure I the, now the Browns now, hadn't won and the Niners had one. Well, win. yes, he hates the Browns. So that's it's more out of a, a twist the knife on them. And this is where I do buy it. I think if Bill was forced to get rid of Jimmy, like we think, because Tom had gone to the owner and said, I need this is what's happening here. And the owner said to Bill, Jimmy's got to go. 
And remember, Bill tried to give Jimmy like a two-year, like $25 million contract. So like, like not starter money, but way better than backup money. Rel- whatever, I don't even, yeah. I might, the number might be off. Two years, $35 million, whatever. And Jimmy kept saying no. So he's like, he won't sign the contract. I, but I don't think any of it was out of just the goodness of his heart. I think, and this is, we we can sympathize with thinking like this. I'm going to send him somewhere where he looks really good and it's going to make them look really bad for forcing me to trade him. And it's going to make me look good for picking him. Like, I think that's part of it. I'm going to send him to the Niners. He's going to look good. And they're going to be like, damn, Bill was right. I think that's, I think I that's agree. what it was. Makes John, sense. before we go on, let's tell the people about our friends at Indeed. Right now, you go to Indeed.com slash ham. That's Indeed.com slash ham, where Indeed is doing something no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. Yep, guy. Do you know what I love about Indeed? What? Is it gives you the ability. It gives you the capability. Is that it makes hiring all in one place easy because everything's right there. Indeed puts you only in front of the people that you want to match with because they put you in control of what you pay. So you don't pay for anyone that you match with that doesn't fit the requirements. When you set the must-have job requirements, you only pay for the applicants that meet them. So you're only talking to people that meet the requirements that you're looking for to apply to your job. That's the key to hiring, right? Hire the right type of people. And there's a transparent flat fee per application. You can pause your job posting whenever you want. So when you sponsor posted Indeed, you're four and a half times more likely to get a hire, in, uh, according to Indeed data worldwide. So visit Indeed.com slash ham right now. Just go to Indeed.com slash ham. That's Indeed.com slash ham. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need. Indeed. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon chicken breast or steak tips in every order for free sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get 20 dollars off your first order What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. 
Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, you know, the other thing Breer said was, and this echoes what I heard Florio say the other day, that, uh, you know, when it comes down to the Deshaun, as it relates to Deshaun, that he thinks Roger Goodell would be in a tough spot if uh, the arbitrator finds that uh, Deshaun deserves to be suspended, but only suspends Deshaun for four games. Roger Goodell can then say, you know what? I don't like that suspension. I'm going to do 16. And one of the things he said was he thinks the fact that the details of the NFL's case leaked is evidence that the NFL does not feel very good about its case about uh, against Deshaun Watson, which I thought that was an interesting note. As two guys who have thought like, man, he is gone for the year. Good luck ever playing this year, Deshaun. Breer's, Breer's saying the fact that stuff leaked out is is the NFL trying to like get a little public sentiment ready when he doesn't get suspended for people to know it wasn't because they didn't try. Well, if he doesn't get suspended, the, the league can't do anything if she gives him zero. Even if they gave him four, they could go up to eight. I mean, they could do whatever they want. NFL they could, could do for, the year. for yeah, a year. Yeah. But let's just hypothetically say that he gets half a season or less. That that puts in the Niners would be in major trouble. I would say that they're not they're not trading for Jimmy Garoppolo unless he gets the full season. I don't think they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo if he gets twelve games. Maybe they try to hopefully wait till he's cut and then they can structure the deal. But I, I, I think that the 49ers have to pray that he gets a season. Assuming that maybe they've, I mean, who knows? I mean, th- they might already been told that we're not interested or we're very interested. We're just waiting. I mean, clearly they've talked, but um, it benefits the Niners greatly if he gets the book thrown at him, which yeah. uh, like you said, a lot of people kind of in the know without quote unquote being in the know. Kind of say this thing could get weird, and when we say weird, like if it was announced that he got zero games, I, I, I hate using Twitter, but it, it would be it would be a dark day on Twitter. It it would get ugly fast, uh, and even off of Twitter, right? I'd be stunned by it. And you're you're right about that. I would too. I'm just saying the reaction. Like, I, that's a, just the wrong. I just think a lot of people would be like, "Are you serious?" I, I think if you just went to a bar, forget about Twitter, and you just yeah, had yeah, sports yeah. fans there, they'd be like, "Wow, Deshaun didn't get suspended, right?" Like that's big news for the Browns. They'd meet all the all the fans would meet and be like. I don't know, man. Kind of like the Browns this year. Like it would shift to that within 24 hours. But I think, you know, to me, all sack sports would have some stuff. All sack. What would get interesting is like if he got suspended four games. Because I don't think, I think, and this was kind of the point that Breer was making Roger Goodell, the NFL does not want Roger Goodell in the business of, of what was it, judge, jury, and executioner, that whole thing. 
Yeah. So they bring in the independent arbiter, which is funny because I, I don't think she gets paid by the government. I'm pretty sure the arbiter is paid by the NFL, right? Like they pay. So there's, there's still an employer for the arbiter. But they bring in the arbiter and say, I think it's great cover for the NFL. I think it's genius. It's genius. Because if somebody, if there's a public belief that somebody should be suspended for a long time, but the arbiter doesn't suspend that person at all or for a long time, the NFL can say, hey, we wanted to suspend this person for a year, but we're not going to step out of the rules, overstep our bounds here. Roger's not going to go all dictatorship and start suspending people willy-nilly. This is what we agreed to with the players' union. And public, if you're outraged, this is not Roger Goodell that made the decision. This is a U.S. District Court judge who made this decision. That's who made this decision. If they decide, if she decides, Judge Sue Robinson decides not to suspend him or suspends him for four games, that's not Goodell. I think it's genius by the league because they can – now, maybe they really would be mad, but they can pretend to be mad. Like, oh, these are just the rules. They set up the game. They put the person in charge, and then that person, quote-unquote, doesn't do what they want. What are they supposed to do? Now, if she suspends them eight games, they can reduce the suspension. They can make the suspension longer. If they suspend them eight games, I would not, given what I heard Breer say today, I would not expect Goodell to then add on another uh, half of the season. Because I don't think he wants to be – I think he wants to be able to say, "I this is not me. I'm not the one responsible for this. And I in can, the future, it would allow them to just totally stay out of it. I, I don't have a great – I mean, it, it'd be a complete – But I don't know. I'm just guess, guessing. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Because I do think it's a BP fastball for him, and he would get some credit. He would. Not that – does he really care about that? But he's taken a lot of arrows over the years. I it's think what you one. don't – I think the reason you would not suspend, I think the argument for not suspending him beyond whatever the court judge with the arbiter would is like in the future, I'm doing this for the future when somebody should be suspended longer that I don't want to suspend. I'll say, well, the president, the last time I did not interfere with the suspension. I stayed out of it. The arbiter said eight games. I left it at eight games or four games or whatever. And um, that's that. I don't know. I think I think it's all on the table. It's going to be either good, bad, or people are going to freak. It, I mean, I, and I don't even know. You could argue he might say, "Well, I'm innocent." What do you mean? I've already missed a year, which is like, well, you kind of chose last year. It's yeah, I weird. saw somebody say that today. Like, you could suspend him for how many games were last year? Seventeen. So you suspend him for eight, and that's really a twenty-five game suspension because he missed last year. He got paid, but I don't buy that. Yeah. No. Oh, he didn't get suspended. What do we know what a suspension is? Yeah. So the other day, uh, Wimbledon, you spotted a shave it or save it candidate. Just really bothers me that in 2022, this was a look my, my father and his, I would say, contemporaries in the you know for a long time, even before he was, you could not be bald in America. That's why a lot of people wore toupees. And when I say you couldn't be bald in America, it was just, I, I don't even know. I can't relate. I don't know what their feeling was. I mean, that I guess should be I a can, documentary. I can feel the like insecurity. That. You don't want to be bald, but like, why was it so frowned upon? Like in the 50s, so everyone wore a toupee. Weird bald deal. in America, a seven-part so, series on AMC. And listen, some guys like Marv Albert, till the day he called his last NBA game, had a toupee on. Uh, Carl Ravitch did the Carl's World Series, toupee on, which offends me. 
because, but I get it. Like it just, you've been going this long. What are you going to do? I don't think that one's widely known information. Yeah. Well, it's just, I, I, I saw it the other day when I was watching the Carl's world series and it is very, very visible when you're looking at it. It was just, it's, it's offensive to me guy. Jason, Jason Witten did it. That, that was very offensive because in society, I, I get it if you're just living life, but part, some these people are on television and they were always shunned on television. And I think we've made big strides that you can be a bald man on television and make it. It's just not, like you can, you don't have to be skinny to be in sports illustrated anymore. 100%. You don't have to be skinny in life at all. So it just, it shows you that I, I, I root for people that just trim it. Now, not everyone is going to go mock three Bic completely get it. Some people actually look still pretty solid. Like, if they have a little more hair up here, like I, I haven't shaved in a couple of days. And when I go to the side, if I don't have a good tan, it, it I, I'm two and a half days in. It's not, it's not like I'm 10 days in. It looks bad. If I did what William did at Wimbledon, Prince William, we, we were like, what's his last name? And then you look up, his name is just Prince William. Like that's his, he like, doesn't have a last name. He's like uh, Post Malone. M- my issue always too is I get insecurity as a young, no money still finding yourself in society professionally. You don't, you don't have a significant other. I have never understood like LeBron been married. Now it feels like for decade and a half, he has multiple kids. He's super rich. Like who gives a shit? William, you're literally married with children and your first name is Prince. Now maybe they have some rules. They don't want a guy to go Bick, but what the hell is that? Like that is atrocious guy that is terrible now he's long and skinny so it's it's somewhat easier to pull off like i'll say the one guy that semi pulls it off is the is the nfl reporter garofolo mm-hmm. but he has the connect to the beard he kind of has darker skin it just works i don't think it really works on him like if he was just william from the uk who sells uh swords you know i think people would be like what the hell is this guy doing so a couple things one I don't know what they sell over there i i think the same things we sell here uh knickers um i i don't think you should waste any energy being offended i think anytime you see somebody and we'll break down this guy's hair in a second i think it's you have to i would feel sympathy like this person is not as secure with this situation as i am they're at a different point in their evolution than I, especially at, at older ages, uh, you know, at a, if you grew up at a point where it was less acceptable, like ravage. So I wouldn't be offended by it. Now, let's talk about like this like Mar. I'm not offended by Marv. Marv grew up in a time where I wouldn't be offended by these are people's insecurities we're dealing. Even with, with Marv's talent, they might not have allowed him bald <laughs> on television. Like when they told Joe Buck, like somebody told Joe Buck to lose weight and get plugs. You right. know, 100%. There were different standards. In 2022... Do you, do you have a different respect for plugs versus hairpiece just because of the pain involved? The dedication, the pain, the money? To me, plugs is your real hair. I I have no issue. It's oh, like, okay. it, to me, plugs, breast implants, well, Botox. Why not just, I, I have no issue. That The toupee is... is just Wait, pl- hold on. Breast implants and plugs are not the same thing. That's It's not your real... Uh, you know, but I'm just saying, I, like, I, I, I put that in the same category. I, I know it's not necessarily apples to apples, but my point okay. is like. You're saying there's a difference between breast implants and putting uh, like stuff in tissue paper down your shirt or your that's crotch. That's probably a better analogy. Yeah. Yeah. 
You agree, um, plugs and and a hair toupee in 2022. If you're on television, but they both come bit. from the same place. The the uh, no, but I, I, think- I don't. I don't. Here's my point. When it comes to shave it or save it, for me, one of my fundamental things is I need to approach. I approach these people with love. Okay. Well, you, well, you have a great head of hair. I, I'm, I'm allowed I'm, to be critical as a bald guy. I, I don't. But you're, you're talking about people who are. We're talking about basic human insecurity here. But like here, I'll give you two names of guys that got plugs. That you know, it's not. It's just pretty obvious. Jordan Spieth and Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady's very obvious. Spieth got it too. That if I at the time, and, and again, there was a difference. Like what William and I have is not pluggable. <laughs> What Joe Buck, Tom Brady, the receding hairline is pluggable. What we have is just you're bald. There is no plug saving this guy. So, like, what 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 he has, what I have, the cul-de-sac. Like, ultimately, if Tom would have gone, he just would have kept going back and back. Like, I remember when Kobe shaved his hair. It was just his hairline just kept going back and back. We lose it. Like, we, we, yeah. we, have, we have no hairline. I, yeah, yeah, I get it. So, to me, the plugs aren't an op- Like, they were never an option for me. At the time, like I, I don't even, I didn't know anyone. I didn't run with the elites at at twenty four when I was going. I, I didn't even know a human with plugs. I didn't either. But you know. Anyway, uh, this photo is from Wimbledon the other day. Hard from the front. the The problem here for Prince William, he's got like a sign of percentage a one out of ten. If 10 is fully, you got a lot of hair and one zero is you're completely bald. He's got like a, he's like a, a five on the sides, but a one on top. Like there's no blending going on here. Yeah. It's, it's just a bad look. Now he's, here's where you get by. And this is lucky to be rich, powerful men. It, it honestly, he could have half his hair on one side could completely, it is just completely irrelevant. <laughs> Like, that's the thing. that That's my issue. Like, is there no one in his life, even his wife, which would probably be the one, I guess his father has a somewhat similar look to be like, let's go with something else. Um, When you're this bald, we get a good look at your head. And he's got a good dome. Like, this, it would work for him. Great he's got a good, line. But, but to me, even if he didn't go Bic, if he just, like, shaved it down, I think he would look fine. Yeah. Sunglasses, you're saying tall, this skinny. Is not- you're saying it's not always complete shave. Uh, I think the short on top is the move for him. Yeah, right? it's a little, like a little buzz on top. You get some little, you get some little flex. Maybe we should bring Garofalo on sometime for this. I think the real royal brother that needs to be addressed is his brother, Prince Harry. I think this is a situation that is much more dire than this. This is uh, Prince William. I'm bald. Whatever. Prince Harry thinks we don't know. He's the one I really feel for, John, because he's still trying to grow it out. Look at here's this what, look. Here's what he would have immediately. He has a good-looking beard. He could shave his head even again, back to like a one or a two, and I think he would look pretty good. Both these two guys, because they have good genetics in terms of height, I, I would guess William's 6'3", 6'4", Harry's yeah. like 6'2". You have a skinnier face, like it, it just works, right? Yeah. He will not look bad. I don't think he's as dire as as you believe. I think I, to me, this is worse than having just short hair and trying to do something. Even though you don't like what William's doing with being bald, trying to do something with it, he's pretending. Prince Harry's acting. It's like 
from a front, you go, this guy's not bald. And that's what he wants you to think. But these aerial shots we've got here, John, are serious. Like to yeah. me, if he cut it short like his brother, I wouldn't. But he can clearly grow length. That's my question. If you at, when you went bald, could you still grow length in the spots where you had hair? You could uh, grow like thin hair out. Yeah. Yeah, I could now. Yeah. So that's what he's doing here. I, I wonder if he got implants. You think it looks better now? Well, I just wonder if he, he was going bald. bald and they did it implants because his hair is so th- like if you said Harry oh, or w- w- you said Williams like a five on the sides. Harry's got a legit like that's normal hair. On he's the a sides. 10. He's a yeah. 10 on the sides. That's just his normal hair his entire life. On top, he's probably a five ish. Probably rotates depending on the day. Six to four out of the pool. It'd probably look. I bet when he gets out of the pool or the shower, it's not a oh. great look. Yeah, but I do wonder if he still had enough. They probably took it out of the side and put it up top. Maybe I feel like when you get plugs, like it's, it's it's one thing to have a spot where it's bald and then hair in other spots, but this is like just forty percent coverage across the board. It's ugly. I, actually, I I actually don't think it's that terrible. I See, don't hate I, this. I I think this is bad. I think the long hair with bald on top is worse than what Prince William's got going on. I think I'm going to hard disagree. Oh, we oh, this is our first major shave it or save it disagreement. I think Prince Harry needs to do something up top there. Um, Prince William's close. I think he's close. He just gets to get, he needs, he needs to be nudged in the right direction. Just shorten it up. A little. You know what he'd say? He's like, you know, a couple more deaths. I'm the King. So it's like, you the think I'll give a shit? cover it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you think I got, I got one more heart attack, baby. And I'm, I'm sitting in the big seat. So whether I got hair or no hair, but that's the beauty of this conversation. Is the redheads it, answering to me. That's the beauty of this conversation though. It's just uh status be damned. It's a very human, very human situation. Yeah, I, I go save it on Harry too. You go save it. Me, I, see, I would go short on Harry. I would not leave it like this. But neither man is getting a big recommendation. I just picture those two women hating each other. I mean, hating each other. They are. They are not friends. No, he moved to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> he did an interview with Oprah where he outed his family. <laughs> we like, led by I'm, her. I'm president. I'm moving to London. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Oprah, of all people. Uh, Breer has good hair. All right. He, Breer has to, does have good hair. All right. On that note, uh, Sever, uh, Severo on the show says, save it on Harry with some plugs or that Ron Popeil spray. Yeah, the sprays. I mean, that's just infomercial level scams. Can't believe that. Flex Seal. I remember there was this major league base. I looked VHS tape in the nineties that was I don't know, like I don't even remember what it was. Just a baseball season review or something. Tom Nansky? No, no, no. It was like an MLB season and review type tape. And it was when the Phillies were really good. And one of the guys, I think Larry Anderson, somebody bought him the spray where you put you put a piece of paper over your head like this in a line and you just spray and it makes fake hair and they were fucking around with it in the clubhouse and they just thought it was the funniest thing it was pretty funny too you seen this stuff it was like no it's like a spray not quite it looked better than carlos beltron and uh yeah those car both carloses uh all right on that note thanks for hanging with us everybody adios 
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.